0: Well, hello there. I'm Dr. Kara, shaman, energy master, registered nurse, doctor of natural health, and a mom. I'm an ordinary person living my extraordinary life, but it wasn't always this way. Learning to walk a shamanic path opened me to extraordinary and changed the course of my life. Welcome to the Ascended Evolution Podcast where season after season, I will be your guide around the medicine wheel, following the ancient wisdom path of Indigenous peoples. We are all in the midst of a wild and crazy ascension process, and I want to help you. I want to support you. May these episodes inspire you to shine bright and live into your infinite potential with peace in your mind and love in your heart. Well, hey everyone, welcome to 2021. So this is my first episode in 2021, so I want to take a moment and just wish you all a very happy new year. I hope the holidays were a peaceful and inspiring and restful experience, however you and your loved ones decided to spend them. I know things were probably different than what you expected or had experienced in the past, but hopefully there's a new tradition in there somewhere or a bright memory of a beautiful experience that you can hold on to in your heart. I hope so far the energy of 2021 is bringing you vibrance and positive energy and health, maybe even a renewed sense of purpose. In this next episode, I share one of a shamanic practitioner's most powerful techniques to bring support, freedom, and healing to clients. It's called soul retrieval. Soul retrieval is not something that we use uh, lightly, and it's not something that we choose often for our clients first. Many times we try the traditional uh, aspects of shamanic healing, which are typically rooted in illumination and extraction, but soul retrieval is powerful. And given the experiences that we've had in 2020, I thought that it would be a great time to introduce this technique to you or give you a little background on how I perceive this experience to be. All right, let's dive into this very effective technique I can bring life-changing renewal by restoring vital life force energy. Here we go. If you've been listening to my first several episodes, then I think you probably know I think meditation, taking time to be alone with yourself, is incredibly important to a healthy lifestyle. I've offered you some simple methods of going within and applying meditation in your life in different ways to begin walking that shamanic path. Have you tried any of the suggestions yet? Are you applying any of them consistently? Leave a comment. I would love to hear about your experiences. Spending time getting to know yourself by going within is a key element of the West direction of the medicine wheel. It is a place of cultivating a deep understanding of the shadow aspects of who we are, and also coming to see these darker sides of ourselves as an advantage along our evolutionary path. On December 21st, as we experienced solstice, likely it was one of the more powerful transitions that I and perhaps you as well will experience in our lifetime with so many portals opening at once to offer a great influx of energy intelligence to support the evolution of our planet and humanity into much greater balance. So what were your experiences? Please do share them in the comments below or join the Evolve with Kara Facebook group and share them there. I love connecting with my members of that group and opening conversation about our experiences because this is truly what our evolutionary path is about. It's about sharing experiences, learning from those experiences, and and just developing a greater understanding. And it it happens together. It happens through community. Um, yes, spending time alone, getting to know yourself is so important. Um, as I mentioned, and as I advocate all the time, but then coming back to community and sharing um, what we've learned and how we have stepped into ourselves even a little bit more. It, it's really crucial to our growth prop- process, to our evolution. So living here in the Northern Hemisphere, I experienced the winter solstice. I invited in the season of winter and I stepped into the north direction on the medicine wheel. So whether you're a listener of the podcast or whether you are a member of our Evolve with Care Facebook group, which is free, or whether you are part of the Ascend paid membership, our uh, focus and exercises and our communication and education is often uh, surrounded or rooted in the medicine wheel. And so you'll see how I follow the medicine wheel and use it as a tool to understand my growth and also interpret what's happening in nature. So in the north direction, we continue to go inward just as we did in the west direction, which we brought closure to uh, at the time of the solstice. But we shift our focus from the shadow aspects of ourselves and we look instead for the aspects within us that deepen our joy. We acknowledge the wisdom that we hold deep within the light of our being and we discover new ways to express our exquisite light outward into the world. We start to observe how that light impacts the world around us. It is through our wisdom and our unique passions and our gifts that we experience a full, blessed life and find the inspiration to create our greatest impact. And we're each here to be ourselves and to make our impact, to leave a legacy. Through the gift of choice, free will, we get to decide if we want to live a life full out and really build that legacy, or if we want to live more in the shadows. The more aware we are, the more open and comfortable we are with who we are as a being, as a soul. And ultimately, uh, we develop our freedom to experience life through our hearts. This path of awareness calls us to heal the wounded aspects of ourselves. It truly invites us to see the wounded aspects of who we are. And through this, we're given the gift of freedom again to choose. Do we want to proceed in a way that will continue to deny that these wounds exist? Or will we find our courage to sit in them with intention of repairing and restoring the vitality that was taken from us because of our wounding. We all have these wounds, you know, those deep hurtful spaces within ourselves that we work really hard to keep hidden. Most of the time we build ways of coping with all of the low vibe feels that come up when those wounds get opened up again or when attention is brought to them. One of the most impactful shamanic healing methods in my evolution process of healing, some of my deepest wounds, has been soul retrieval. Soul retrieval is respected across many cultures as a powerful and essential healing modality in the world and field of energy medicine. Sandra Ingerman in her book, Soul Retrieval, explains the importance of the process being that it returns and it helps to remember the true, pure essence of an individual. A soul retrieval session is a big honor for a practitioner. It is a beautiful blessing for the client. It is a process that deserves and takes love compassion, and time because it requires stepping into a space of vulnerability for both the practitioner, but especially the client. The process of soul retrieval in my healing sessions may look vastly different client to client. However, the result of this unique process is the same or quite similar. The result is locating and calling back a part of the soul that fragmented as a result of trauma and stress. Not long after the session, the client often feels a sense of calm and a return on some level of their vitality. Energy or chi of the body begins to flow back to areas that may have been blocked for many years. Over time, balance can often be restored to these areas that have been cut off or disassociated from the client's life force energy. During the session, I use my expanded awareness to travel timelines to the lower, middle, and upper worlds in search of the lost soul parts of my client. With patience and compassion, I guide the lost parts back To the helping spirits and to the client. Once the session is complete, I often offer the guidance that spirit showed me in how the client can continue to work with the helping spirits to support a full reintegration process. It is a welcoming home of the essences of the client that had been damaged. In the past, through the trauma and the stress, the return of the lost energy helps the client to begin to feel whole again. Soul fragmentation has been attributed to the eventual formation of disease in the body as a result of the disharmony or blockages that it creates. It can create these blockages and this disharmony in any aspect of a person, the physical, the mental, emotion, and the spiritual. Sometimes it can create blockages or disharmony throughout all four aspects, or maybe just one or two. The reasons and events why and how the soul fragments can be vastly different, but the result is ultimately the same, as I said. A feeling of being less than whole, feeling unworthy, incomplete, or broken in some way. Sometimes clients have described it as feeling full of shame, invisible. It is commonly described as a feeling of losing their will to live. Depression is often present when an individual is suffering soul loss. For me, as the client, I felt broken, sad, and simply not enough in nearly every aspect of my life. Outwardly, though, the picture of my life seemed much different. I was functioning well, I seemed happy, and most everybody in my life saw me as... Happy, healthy, and content. I did have some physical struggles with my health, but not so much that would grab the attention of most people in my life. Unless someone looked closely or had a gift of reading energy, I presented as a normal, healthy person. This can often be the case, a silent suffering of a deep wound The initial wounding or continuous wounding, often so great that the soul fragments in an effort to survive. These fragments hide and seek solace outside the body. I mentioned the lower, middle, and upper worlds, and I want to go back to these for just a moment and explain these terms that are often used by shamanic practitioners. These worlds can be thought of as the non-ordinary realities of the shaman. It's where the shaman travels in their journeys, their spiritual journeys, their meditative journeys, to connect with energy, with spirit, and with light. They can be distinguished by their density and by who and what may be found within them. So each world, each realm, has a certain vibration and energy to it. The shamanic practitioner journeys to other realms to gather information or facilitate greater remembering and harmony in the tangible physical world. Let's start with the middle world. This world is our dream world. It includes the realms we access while dreaming during sleep. It is also believed that this is where we find ourselves right after the death experience. Below the middle world, we find the lower world. Here is where the shamanic practitioner travels to connect with the spirits of nature. It includes the animals, plants, trees, elements, and elementals. Many of these spirits have a deep desire to connect with humans and to come into greater relationship and balance with them as helping spirits. Above the middle world we find the upper world. Here is where the shamanic practitioner connects with spirits in light-filled realms. We find angels, ascended masters, gods, goddesses, elder spirits, and members of our spiritual team. They are our spiritual teachers for sure. It is believed we all have access to these three worlds through an intuitive and psychic unity shared by humans. Shamanic practitioners have fine-tuned their ability to access these realms and gain understanding from them with proficiency. It is also believed that these realms exist outside of the human being as a separate energy. Therefore, it is beyond imagination although it is often confused with a person's imagination because the information in these realms is typically symbolic. In addition, every element within these realms is part of a larger pattern, a larger whole. Some of you may remember how often I use the metaphor of our lives being like a tapestry, And the individual threads of the tapestry will shift and change to create a different pattern or color within the tapestry. This occurs when we heal, especially when it involves the deep aspects of ourselves, like in soul retrieval work. There is a large tapestry spread out across the entirety of the spirit world. And each one of our smaller tapestries, from each human being, each physical entity, a part of this larger tapestry. So amazing, right? So amazing to think and realize and comprehend how each and every one of us is so important to the greater whole, to all of consciousness. When we experience horrible things such as unfathomable loss, continuous abuse, a terrible injury or other things, other experiences that simply rock us to our core. It can create pain so uncomfortable that parts of the soul, parts of the essence of who we are, leave the body in an effort to escape the pain, to feel safe, and find ways to cope. These soul parts find solace in these unseen realms of the upper middle, and lower worlds. Vitality, joy, and purpose seep from us as a result of these wounds. And the longer these parts of our soul are dissociated from our being, often the deeper and more widespread the negative impact. We learn to spend less and less time being present and fully in our body because it often hurts too much to be there. It's easier to cope this way. However, if we're not present and we're not in our body, we're not really living and experiencing because we're not present in the moment. We're not able to take in our experiences. Sometimes parts of ourselves have been dissociated for so long, it can be really hard and uncomfortable to welcome them back because it might mean letting go of a belief, a pattern, or another coping mechanism that has been used for a long time. This has become the person's new truth. And so this is where those helping spirits come in and really help with the integration process of coming back home to who we are. Through the healing and integration process, we become more and more conscious of the light of our souls. Slowly, we regain our awareness of the magnificent aspects of who we truly are that come up into our awareness just by being present in our bodies. We reconnect with forgotten aspects of who we are. For example, our sense of humor. I've seen this happen many times with clients. They were funny and happy and so relaxed as a child, and then a trauma or an abusive situation locks them away or breaks them from who they truly are. And they become really disconnected from their sense of humor. And when they find it again, it's like their heart opens wide. The true pure essence that gets lost, begins to come out to play and experience life again. No, the challenges are not forgotten, but their impact on us becomes transformed. No longer do they become the major influence of every aspect of our being. No longer do we see the world solely from the perspective of fear and lack Instead, we can acknowledge the gift of wisdom gained from that experience. This is duality, right? The contrast between two different aspects of something. Duality is part of spiritual law here on planet Earth. The greater the challenge, often the greater the reward. We cannot experience deep, unconditional love Without also experiencing and knowing the extremes of fear, we cannot know joy without also knowing sorrow. As I mentioned, the experience of soul retrieval, of restoring wholeness and balance by finding and reintegrating the lost aspects of someone's true essence, is a humbling honor for the shamanic practitioner. And it's a gift of life for the client. True healing at this level requires vulnerability and trust. In the tradition of Hawaiian shamanism, it is believed soul loss is the major cause of premature death and serious illness. Soul loss is actually considered to be a very serious situation that should not be left unaddressed from an energetic or spiritual perspective. So it's interesting that here in the West, we are just learning to open up to true authentic healing at the spiritual and energetic level. And I believe that the art of soul retrieval the expertise of soul retrieval is something that shamanic practitioners should invest the time and energy into because its impact is powerful, life-changing for both the practitioner and the client. Before we wrap up today's episode, I want to share some of the classic signs and symptoms of soul loss or damage to life force energy so as you're listening to this list see if any people in your life pop into your awareness see if any of these symptoms that you might see in the people that are around you that you love and care about Have they had trauma in their life? Have they experienced trauma, injury, severe abuse, neglect, something that might be the root cause of these symptoms? Here we go. Feelings of being fragmented and not really present a blocked memory, for example, difficulty or an inability to even remember a period of time within one's life. Emotional distancing, difficulty forming meaningful, deep relationships, a sudden onset of apathy, disinterest in life, failure to thrive, difficulty or inability in making decisions, lack of discernment, judgment, an inability to feel love or to receive love, addictions, chronic depression, sadness or despair, suicidal tendencies, or chronic negativity, seeing the glass half empty. Probably the most common and familiar sign is when a person describes a challenging time in their life with the words, I just haven't been the same since, or a part of me died that day. Of course. Soul retrieval sessions are not a substitute for medical care. However, sessions with a skilled practitioner you trust and feel comfortable with can be a powerful catalyst for calling back the life force energy, or chi, that we all depend on to live and thrive in our physical bodies. For more information on soul retrieval, please reach out to me, via the Facebook group, Evolve with Kara. Or you can send me an email at evolvewithcara at gmail.com. Again, I want to wish you a very happy new year to you and those you love. And I look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks so much for being here. And don't forget to share this experience with your friends and family that you feel might benefit from this information.